Country 103.5, Fiona Update. 902-425-1035 is the number to call or text if you see anything or want to share what your experience has been like today, this morning, this weekend in particular. Over 200,000 people in Nova Scotia still without power. That's why there are comfort centers open across the HRM, like the Beaverbank Community Center opening at 10. The Legion in Sheet Harbor opening at 9. Prospect Road Community Center opening at 9. Uh, the Muscadabit Harbor Arena opening at 11. The Fairview Family Resource Center from 4 till 7 this evening. And the Fire Station on Old Sambro Road from 2 till 9 this evening. But the Moser River Community Hall opened at 8. And they're open until 8. And Molly is here from the Moser River Community Hall. How is it going there? Well, it's much needed. We opened yesterday at 8 a.m., and we were here till 8 o'clock last night, and the same today. Yeah. There's been a lot of people in and out, uh, so obviously we provide some, some hot things for them, tea and coffee, toast. We're just doing eggs this morning, and uh, we'll have some soup on the go later on. A lot of people coming for water and charging. Um, we have some wheelchair people that come in to charge uh, their, their wheelchairs. And their packs. Uh, so yeah, no, it's a it's a much needed um, much needed center, and we're happy to help. Wow, I mean, you you sounds like you're really going all out. Well, we do what we can for the community. Uh, we did, we have no power. Um, we have a generator here as a comfort center, but Jeez. the community has no power. They have no no uh, cell phones, no internet. Um, so uh, yeah, and we don't see any trucks around helping out. Um, and as for charging, the, I mean, I'm sure people are charging. There's wheelchairs, phones, tablets, that kind of thing. Yes. Has anyone uh, been daring enough to pull up with their freezer and plug it in? Uh, no, but we have people that have brought things that that we've put in our freezers here oh. for them. And some people donate the things uh, to be used for the community because they know they'll they'll thaw. Um, and anything, what about refrigerated items? You know, if you have a big jug of milk or something, you don't yeah. want that go, to go bad. Is yeah. it okay to bring it to a comfort center? Yeah, we have, well, we have accommodated, uh, I, I don't know if all comfort centers can do that or not, but, but we certainly help out the communities uh, where we can. And the other thing that's happening in our community is people with uh, generators are going uh, host to host for ones that don't have any and giving them a couple hours every day to keep everything good. That's so great. And I love that this isn't a very, like, uh, it's not a hard and fast, here's a set of rules of what we're doing and what we aren't doing, and that's it. You're just, you're basically doing whatever you can. We're doing whatever we can and uh, to keep the the heartbeat of the community going and to to just have some camaraderie for people that come in and have a coffee and sit and talk. And uh, I think that there's some people later on that have music abilities that are going to come in and just lift some spirits. And, oh. yeah, so we do what we can. That's awesome. That It sounds like that's actually the place to be. Well, you know what? We think it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Molly. You sound like you're the heartbeat of the community, so thank you very much. And we really appreciate uh, the radio because that's really um, the batteries are the only thing that gives us connection to yeah. outside. Even though we're in a comfort center and we have the generator, we still have no internet. Well, if any, if you if you need us for any further services, reach out to us. I mean, we ourselves are also only on backup power on a generator here in Dartmouth. But okay, we're, so we're still working hard. <laughs> 
So maybe you could Google right now and tell me what Nova Scotia Power is saying for the community of Mosier River. Um, looks like 832 customers affected. Estimated time of restoration Wednesday at 2 p.m. Okay, great. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. I'm great that you were able to find something out for us. Yay. I, I've, this is the most useful I will ever be for anyone in any situation. So have anyone call me and I'll Google it. Thank you so much. Moser River, by the way, is out e- It's east of Sheet Harbor. It's a little bit out there. And so I think we have Andrew standing by who is there right now. Lucky yeah. I actually got the service. I got my phone in the window. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, what, what can I do for you? You've got those service stations up there that won't buy a generator to support immunity, but in turn, all the people buy their fuel. They turn around and get their vehicles fixed, buy tires. So you have two service stations in Sherbrooke. Both started up generators, supplied all their fuel, all their help and assistance. But where's the community support when the community supports local business? Right. So it's kind of... uh, one of our little things that needs to be a bug put in people's ear to realize that small communities band together like we are here. We all work together. We survive each one of these catastrophes because we stick together. But these big businesses don't soon get on board here locally. They're probably going to run out of people going there. Right. So, you mean, you know, if you're if you're a business and you're you're powering yourself, you got a generator, you got fuel and all the rest of it, maybe share it around a bit. Well, I took my generator and I gave it to a family that has children that didn't have one. So, and that's what we do down here. Yeah. We just do our best to survive. But uh, I think it's, you know, problematic to this point that it's okay to make your money from a community but not put back into it. Hey, I 100% agree with you. I'm here, you guys. I'm glad you called the hall in Mojo River. It was uh, really good to hear people side out to the rural communities because we have not seen one power truck, no service vehicles, and we generally don't till a week to two weeks later. The community banded together, cleared the roads, uh, made sure everybody that is in medical assist driveways are cleared, and if they have to get out, they'll be able to get out. But uh, we never see anybody here. It's just at the very end that you'll see anybody out here just even check on the folks. That's because all us soft people in the city need everything. We're needy. We take, take, take. <laughs> yeah, we do out here too, but uh, <laughs> you know what? Our taxes pay for that in there as well. But uh, That is true. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very, oh, but we don't, you know, how much time do you, well, I guess you have a lot of time, Andrew. We could get on this all day. <laughs> give the Shearbrooke uh, Wilsons a call and give the Shearbrook Irving a call because hats off to those guys. They got people coming from Anaganish, Middle Muscadabit, all over to get fuel. And now they're waiting on fuel trucks so they can supply the community and put back. Right. So they're doing the right thing. Absolutely. You have seen and heard all the tales of excessively long Tim Hortons drive throughs over the weekend. Any Tim Hortons that had power 
You were lined up. People were lined up. And we have, uh, you know, seemed to have made friends with people at the Porter's Lake Tim Hortons, including Sherry, who fixed the whole uh, white lid with black marker situation for us. We changed our method of marking those lids, though, so you don't get it on your nose anymore. It was because of you, Sherry. <gasps> well, yeah. Wow. Right? I did it for you guys. And we've had her daughter, Brittany, on. That's my mom. Because it turns out she works there, too. Uh, and every time we call Porter's Lake Tim Hortons, they, they know What's up? Sherry's not in today. We actually have Brittany. Could this radio station talk to Brittany? Yeah, for sure. I'll be right back. I'll go grab her for you. So let's try and get a hold of one of them if the Tim's in Porter's Lake has power, and that's coming up next. Coming up. How are you doing, Ann? A little tired. I'm currently sitting in the Costco parking lot waiting for a generator. Are they open already? No, they're not open until 9, but I've been here since 3 because they're only getting 70 generators. I was here yesterday for an hour, waited, then the truck never showed up, so they told us all to come today Yeah. in the morning and kind of made the suggestion to be here for 6. Well, I decided to be here for 3. Good idea. I literally had a Costco employee come out to my car to ask me what I was here for, and they didn't even get to ask a question, and I said, I'm waiting for a generator. And they were like, okay, well, they're here, and if we can get you inside early, we will, so I'm just waiting. Oh, that's awfully nice. Okay, which are you, Dartmouth or Halifax? Dartmouth. And I'm guessing where where you live, you still don't have power. Yeah, I'm in Lower Sackville, and we haven't had power since Friday. So went off, yeah, Friday night. What How? What was it like at your house? What did you do during the storm? A whole lot of nothing. Our generator broke. Oh, so you did? <laughs> That's even, that makes it almost worse. You you had one. You were prepared, and you still are out at 3 a.m. at Costco to get a new one. Yep. I, I went everywhere yesterday. I called everywhere yesterday. Couldn't get one. Went to Kent. They had three left. Someone took two, and then there was one left, so now here I am at Costco. My name is Winslow. I am sitting in Woodville in West Hants, watching a tree burn off on my power lines that I reported yesterday for them to not turn the power back onto my property as there was a tree laying down across the lines. The fire department was here from... Three o'clock until about 20 minutes ago, they had to go somewhere else, and I'm just waiting for this tree to burn off, which is about eight inches in diameter. And anyhow, I live in in a lane that's surrounded by woods, and the only way out is right here with this power lines trying wow. to burn off. Wow. Well, you know, some of the calls that they're going to are a little bit silly. There was one one in town. Uh, a person was using a charcoal barbecue in the hallway of a high rise. Right now, it looks like a, a sprinkler or a sparkler, I should say. It's been burning now for, well, one junk is down on the ground and then it slid down far enough to start burning. And it's got two feet of the tree hollowed out, but it hasn't released enough yet and you can see where the wires have started on fray on the power line which is the top cable um this might be a good opportunity to remind people too even though it's rained a lot and the ground is quite wet there is a burn ban on you burning any of the limbs and and branches and stuff that have fallen down right now unless nova scotia power is gracious enough to burn it for you 
Who's this? It's Andrew. <gasps> Andrew. It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. How did you make out? We actually fared out rather well compared to a lot of people. Yeah. I lost maybe three tabs of uh, shingles around the edge of my roof and two full shingles. And other than that, that's the only damage. I mean, we had a storage box on our front veranda, like for our winter, like winterizing our cushions and that for our tech chairs and that. And the top ripped off of that and disappeared. Other than that, we found it. Other than that, that was it. So, I mean, we were lucky. Lost power Friday night. We just got it back yesterday morning about 9.30. Well, that's, uh, what was it like during the storm? Like, was everyone home? Were you guys all awake overnight? Uh, we were awake, but I mean, you know, I went to bed probably about 1 o'clock and slept through a lot of it. You went to sleep at the worst part. It just started to get going by one. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, but we also went through one uh, as well, right? I had more damage from one because I had trees down. And even Dorian, I had a dozen trees or so in my backyard down. And I never lost a tree on my property this time. Wow. Well, thanks very much for sharing that, Andrew. And uh, you can share, too, 902-425-1035. How are you doing this morning, Mike? Oh, it was good until I walked into my car and realized that somehow I managed to leave my window halfway open and <sighs> just went through the torrential rainstorm that happened. Of all things, we, we did not need another, a thunderstorm right now, and you did not need your car full of water. No, I mean, my fault, obviously, but it's something I've never, ever done before, so it was no. kind of weird. Yeah, and it's not like, oh, well, a tree fell on it, and, you know, that's, that's a whole storm-related issue. It was just just you yeah. didn't roll it up. Yeah, yeah, just... Yeah, well, uh, thank you for sharing, and uh, yeah, good luck and stay dry, eh? Yeah, I'm sitting on some towels now, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you just went to the beach. That's right, yeah. Jake, you're you're in Bridgewater, a little further out, but, I mean, you've got a farm, you've got horses. What's it been like there? So, actually, we've been one of the really, really lucky ones. Um, I had a few limbs down off my old trees, and that's about it. Yeah. We really didn't have anything bad. I mean, we didn't have power all weekend till around lunchtime-ish yesterday, but... Luckily, we like we haven't had anything bad really go from Fiona. But today, from that thunder and lightning storm last night, it seems like everybody around us doesn't have power, but we do still. Oh, boy. So everyone go to Jake's house. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and the horses are okay? Oh, yeah, they're great. They've... So we've like we have a run-in for them. So they've been in. They just went in the run-in for the night of the storm. Yeah, it kind of sounds like the uh, Sable Island horses actually, because they're already back to normal grazing, grooming, engaged in their usual activities. Uh, the update from Sable Island Island is that the horses are pretty used to storms. They find shelter from the wind and blowing sand in the lee of the dunes, and there are plenty of hollows and high dune slopes in inland areas, and depending on the wind direction, they might even also huddle on the beach at the base of the dunes, so they're okay too. Um, Shelby, how about you? I don't know what happened last night because I slept through it, but uh, I woke up to no lights this morning. All my plugs work, but I have no lights in my apartment. Wow. <laughs> weird. Like some units have lights and on other ones don't, and all my plugs are working. Wow. It's just none of my lights are working. Well, wow. that that I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
And, and Dave had texted us from Bedford uh, asking about a generator etiquette question. So I wanted to call you, Dave, and just clarify things, first of all. Um, how's it going? Fantastic, buddy. Nobody killed me for letting my generator run all last night. <laughs> <laughs> and totally by accident in all honesty i fell asleep with the damn thing running so you have so much gasoline that you just let it run all night you don't even notice <laughs> oh yeah no my diamond shoes are too tight this morning too it's you know <laughs> <laughs> it must be nice it must be nice <laughs> See, I thought you were uh, asking the question of, is it cool to let a generator run all night because your neighbors are doing that to you and you hated it? <laughs> Turns out it's you doing it to them. No, I totally, uh, I, I couldn't care less if other people ran there. They, I mean, they sound like a lawnmower at best, but I was just curious what it was like if other people didn't have one and had to listen to hours run all night because, well, some jerk fell asleep and let it run for 10 hours, so... <laughs> Anyway, I uh, I was just wondering what everybody did if they uh, shut it down at 10 o'clock or something and started at 7 again in the morning or just putting it out there. Uh, right. I have no preference or care either way. But uh, Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, uh, someone else's, your, your situation listening might be a little bit different, but I would say if you know that you're Dave's neighbor, I would have no shame anymore <laughs> of running your own extension cord over to his generator and going back to your house. <laughs> I've got one outlet left. <laughs> Who's this? Hey, it's Scotty Collin. <gasps> Scotty! It's Scotty! Come Scotty! He's got a rocking little buddy! We may be on backup power, but we still have all of our music. I was just going to say, oh, good, that's still working. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. I just had to wind up the radio so I could... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like you hear you on there right now, so uh, it'd be funnier if that if that wasn't an actual fact. <laughs> oh well, that's all right. The yeah. house is dry and still standing, and and uh, I got the generator going now again, and the fridge is cooling off again, and I think oh, yeah. we're pretty we're pretty lucky compared to some. Uh, did it go? Did you lose? Like, did your generator go down? No, but we only it's a small generator. We're only running it. We don't want to. We didn't know how hard it would be to get gas and stuff, so. We're only running it long enough to get the fridge back up to temperature again, and then power inmate charge the phones a little bit, and then we shut it down, and we shut it down at night and stuff. So, Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Although, yeah. I mean, from what I've seen over the weekend, you know, lines for Tim Hortons are longer than lines at a gas station, so. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. <laughs> we haven't resorted to cannibalism, so. <laughs> Yet. Yes, but that's only because we can't keep the meat cold. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're definitely in the dark. I mean, you know, Westfall Plaza, Main Street, Dartmouth. We're in the dark. The Tim Hortons next door to us is completely dark. We're just on generators. Um, we got power back at home in the BLT area Saturday night. But, like, a block from us, I'd say, there's power lines down, trees on them. There's one tree on top of a house. They still don't have power, and that's only a block away from us, my house. Holy so, cow. Yeah. Well, they're doing a heck of a job, though, those crews. Oh, absolutely. You know, Melody's out sick, is she? She, well, she didn't plan. I mean, she's been sick all weekend and hasn't yeah. had power. So I'd, let's all have a moment for, for Melody. <laughs> yes. You're probably better off. If she came in that sick, then, yeah, she'd probably kill you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we need to check in with? Because you've heard all these stories of the long lineups of Tim Hortons over the weekend, anyone that has power. 
is Sherry or Brittany at the Tim's and Porter's Lake. Call them all the time. Got to make sure they're safe if they're even open. Porter's Lake, good morning. Can I help you? I will keep it super, super quick. Just wondering if Sherry or Brittany's around. Uh, Sherry's here. <laughs> this is me. Oh, Sherry. Hi. 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 Well, you know who it is. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you sounds like you have electricity. I do. We haven't lost electricity. The whole time? No. How big have the drive through lineups been? How? Well, let's say very large. <laughs> and they're still very large. <laughs> like right now it is. Yes, because we um, we lost power again at our other location, which is in Muscadabit Harbor. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure if it's back on yet, but they lost it again this morning. They had power. Right. And they lost it again this morning. But no, we, we've never lost power here. If you were to estimate, you know, cars lined up down the road, how many cars, maybe how many hours someone would have waited? I don't think they would have waited hours. Okay. Minutes. I would say probably most 20 minutes, half an hour max. Oh, that's yeah. that, and that speaks to you, Sherry. Just right? Serving them and getting them out the door. <laughs> right. We actually we've kept the in store closed today. Yeah. Because we only have seven uh, staff members. Okay. So we're doing the very best we can over here. Are, uh, is it full menu? Like, are people asking for you for you to make some sandwiches and oh, stuff? Oh, hello. We've getting we're getting like tons and tons of food. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Right since Saturday, since you know since uh, the right. storm. When we reopened after the storm there. Yep. Oh, okay, and you don't mind yeah. doing that? No, it's all good. We love to make people food. Someday I hope somebody cooks for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Powers is still out here in Dartmouth, so I can't it, help you at the moment, Sherry. It is still out, eh? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, we're just, this is all backup generator power. I wow. have no idea how much fuel we have left, but I Ooh. guess we'll find out soon. You will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Well, if you want to talk Fiona by the numbers, we're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 1035. It made landfall as a Category 2 hurricane strength post-tropical cyclone just southwest of Canso. The maximum sustained wind speeds uh, were about 165 kilometers an hour. The strongest recorded wind gusts uh, came from, well... Just outside Anaganish, here in Nova Scotia, 179 kilometers an hour. Pretty close, though, wreck house around Port Basque, Newfoundland, of course, 177 kilometer an hour wind gusts were recorded there. Who had the biggest rainfall totals? Well, that came basically Sable Island and Port Hawkesbury had the same, 152, 151 millimeters of rain fell during Fiona. When it comes to waves, uh, it was about five to eight meter waves off the eastern shore, but there's a buoy just out east of Cape Breton. It's pretty far out, though. It's right in, not halfway to Newfoundland, but close. Waves out there, 30 meters, which is unreal. Uh, We have 190 or so thousand people still without power right now. Um, And if you were expecting uh, green bin collection and garbage collection today, of course, You're not going to get that. Um, Tomorrow's collection, though, should be good to go. Um, If you need to get rid of and bundle up branches, you may set out 10 branch bundles on your organics collection day, and you will have an extra day next Monday for your green bin if you're missing it today. So 10 bundles, as long as they're, they're basically armload size bundles. 
four feet long, about eight inches in diameter. Plus, you can put up to 20 paper bags of yard waste that will also be accepted on your green bin day as well. And then starting Wednesday till next Wednesday, there'll be uh, eight short-term debris drop-off locations all around the city, including Dartmouth, Halifax, Porters Lake, Beaverbank, Sheet Harbor, Lake Harbor, uh, Lake Charlotte, and Muscadabit Harbor. Those start Wednesday from eight till eight, where you you got to get your own debris there, but you can drop it off free of charge. If you're wondering why was cell service out of all things, why didn't I have data? Here's how the director of network operations at Bell explained that. Um, Bell's network relies on commercial AC power to to feed our sites and, and provide our service. Given the magnitude of the power outages and as well the duration of the storm, and thirdly, access to sites, unfortunately, some of our, our batteries exhausted within our sites, which resulted in um, a service impact to our customers. We have a team working 724 to uh, provide generator backups to these sites where a fixed generator doesn't exist. And uh, as a result of that, we aim to restore services as fast as possible. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.